Welcome again, and thank you as always for listening to the Menace Podman, the Picks Podcast. I'm Scott Keller. Today is Tuesday, January 24th, and the sun is shining brightly here in the Detroit area on National Beer Can Appreciation Day. Uh, the sun was not shining on our picks yesterday. Um, I could definitely use a four-pack of craft beer with some really cool labels on them to make me feel a little bit better. Uh, maybe make some beer can chicken. Um, but the the craft beer will probably send me back about 20 bucks, but I'll, I'll definitely appreciate the artwork first and then and then throw them back. As always, you can listen to Steve and I on the weekly podcast every Thursday on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, just a couple more days until we record uh, episode five. And then remember, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Menace Podman, where every week the Sunday picks will be posted, as well as the daily picks updates and information on the latest podcast releases. So there's no way around it. Yesterday was, it was ugly. Uh, we had our fourth losing day in 15 days, which is not awful, but we can get better. Uh, picks came in at three and eight, bumping us back under 58% overall. So let's just jump in, take a look at the many, many places that we went wrong. I'll start with the Wolves at Rockets. Uh, I liked Minnesota minus the spread. Houston had not covered in forever. And of course, Jalen Green goes off for 42 points, hits six three-pointers, and Houston wins the game. So that spread pick did not happen. Um, but Mr. Reliable, Shingun, over-assist. I think the line was at five and a half. I took him over, over four and a half. He had seven. Go, we're gonna ride that one next time the Rockets play as well. Uh, just as of note, Gobert did return, had 15 points, 16 rebounds in this game. Moving on to the Bucks at Pistons. This one, uh, the Bucks almost hit 100 by halftime. It felt like I think they were at like 84 or something. I can't even remember. The Pistons actually, points wise, played pretty well after the first quarter, or played evenly offensively. Um, after the first quarter, but Milwaukee just routed them. Giannis came back. He was great. I had Holiday over 32.5 points, rebounds, assists. He fell just a little short, 16, 7, and 4. Uh, Jalen Duran, though, came through. Uh, he had 15 rebounds. He actually, uh, Dwayne Casey kept him in the game even through the blowout, so he was able to get to 15 rebounds. I had him over 8.5. Line was she's nine and a half i think so so he blew that out of the water then celtics at magic this one was a tough one i had jason tatum over six and a half alt rebounds i think his line was eight and a half he only had six he had six though with six minutes left in the game still couldn't pull out a rebound in those last six minutes so uh, just a bad beat on that one that one was pretty disappointing but as of note jonathan isaac returned hadn't played since playing in the bubble Pretty respectable 10 minutes. He looked pretty good, but I'm sure Steve will want to talk about that one on Thursday, so I'll leave that one alone right now. Uh, moving on to Hornets at Jazz. I like the over 234 and a half. Uh, it, was, it was a little close, but Charlotte was two from two for 16 from three, so that definitely will not help me get over a points total there. Um, also, as of note in this one, though, uh, Hayward came back. He had 11 points in 24 minutes. Markinen, pretty good, 25 and 11. And then Kessler, also 13 points, 9 rebounds. Uh, Spurs and Blazers. 
I like the Spurs plus nine. It was looking pretty good at halftime through the first half. Um, and then San Antonio got outscored by 18 in the third quarter and never came back from that. So the Blazers won big. Portland shot about 60% from the field and over 60% from three-point land. So that, again, will not help the Spurs with the points. They'll need a lot more than nine there. Uh, Lillard, Nurkic, Simons all had a good game, scored pretty well. Then we got the Grizzlies at Kings. Steven Adams was scratched. Ja Adams did, or Ja Adams. Ja Morant did not play as well. Memphis got routed in this one. Keegan Murray, he is just, he is looking great. He's he's just coming into his own. He's starting to fit into that Sacramento offense. He's rebounding like crazy. He killed, I had over three and a half for the alt rebound line. I think his actual line was four and a half. He had way, he, he killed the rebounds. He was way over that. So Keegan Murray's looking awesome. Sacramento's looking awesome. I don't see him going anywhere right now. I think they're going to stay in those, that, that top. Um, echelon of the Western Conference. Then the Hawks and Bulls. It was a weird game. Um, Zach Levine only had 20, so he didn't go over those points prop. I had the over 234 and a half. Wasn't even close. I think it was 211, I believe was the final. 111, 100. DeJounte Murray, over 21 and a half, I thought was a lock. He had 20 points at the end of third quarter. Didn't score a single point in the fourth quarter, so another bad beat on that one and then also i had deandre hunter um for a combo but he was a late scratch and did not play in this game so before we hop into today's matchups as always remember we are not professional gamblers this podcast is just for informational purposes only so please bet at your own risk and please bet responsibly All right, let's hop into today's schedule. Today we have seven games on the NBA schedule, and if that sounds familiar, it's because it is. We had seven games Saturday, seven games Sunday, Monday, and now today. So four straight games, four straight days of seven games, which is I think the perfect amount of games um, per day to cover, especially to break them down for betting. Uh, but tomorrow we break that streak, and you will see we have more than seven games. All right, so let's start with the Bulls at Pacers. The Bulls are a two-point favorite. Over-under on this game is 234. Indiana Pacers have not covered nine of their last 10 games. I mention it every day. Without Halliburton, I cannot trust this Indiana team, and they are just falling, falling slowly throughout the standings. Chicago, though, is 0-4 when they're on the road against the spread. Without Halliburton, though, I think they break that trend and they get their first win um, as a favorite on the road. So I'm going to take the Bulls minus two. And as far as player props in this one, I like a whole bunch of things here. Vucevic, I'm going to put on a rebound ladder over 10, 12, and 14 rebounds. He's been great um, as of late. He's been great all year, honestly. Um, and I think just Indiana is Indiana. Going to fade him. So Vucevic. 10, 12, and 14 rebounds. Zach Levine, over four and a half rebounds, nine of his last 10 this month. Uh, he's been over that mark, so I'm going to take him over four and a half. Pacers also give up the fourth most rebounds to the shooting guard position, so that looks good for Levine as well. 
Vucevic, I'm also going to take on assists over three and a half. He's been over three and a half assists six of his last seven games. And DeRozan as well has been uh, a lot of assists lately. Nine of his last 12, he's been over three and a half assists. So I'm going to take him over three and a half, half alt assist. Then we have the Celtics at the Heat. Celtics are an underdog. Yes, you've heard me correct. This is the first time Boston has been an underdog since December 10th of last year um so it's the celtics plus three both times they've been an underdog plus points they've won they're two and oh so i'm taking the celtics plus three the miami heat right now i'm not really sure what's been going on in the last couple days i think maybe i jinxed them once i said hey i feel like they're a contender they're moving in the right direction they've started faulting so <laughs> maybe i should stop talking about the miami heat over under on this game is 217 and a half. Boston is 816 and 1 towards the under on the road. Miami 514. Or I'm sorry, Miami is 514 and 2 against the spread out as a home favorite. Um, so that goes into the Celtics plus three as well. Derek White, his line's at nine and a half points. I like him over nine and a half. I like him over one and a half three-pointers. All three meetings these teams have had this this year. Derek White has covered those numbers, so I like him there. Bam Adebayo, when these teams have met also earlier this year, he hasn't had tons of rebounds. I think he's been in like 9, 8 or so. Um, so I'm going to take him under 13.5 alt rebounds. That's rather generous, but I'm going to take it just to cover myself there because sometimes he can go off and have you know, 13, 14 rebounds a game. Kyle Lowry also, I'm going to take over 10.5 points. Hopefully I don't regret this one, but all three meetings this year as well, he's been over the 10.5 point mark. So Kyle Lowry over 10.5 points. Moving on to the Cavs at the Knicks. The Cavs are a 3.5 point favorite in New York. The over-under is at 221. The Knicks haven't covered in four straight games. Mitchell and Quickly are game time decisions. If Mitchell plays, I will definitely take the Cavs minus three and a half on the road also to back that up the Knicks are one four and one at home as a dog so that plays more in more into as well the Cavs minus three and a half Jalen Brunson I used it yesterday um, under five and a half rebounds I'm going to take them under four and a half rebounds today I just think with that combination of Randall and Sims and Hartenstein his opportunity for rebounds is really low so I, I'm going to keep him on the under four and a half rebounds Jalen Randall over three and a half assists. He's been over that mark five of his last five and both of the previous meetings with the Cavaliers. And also Jarrett Allen. I'm going to take a flyer on this one. I know he hasn't been rebounding as well as he has been as of late. But the last time, uh, one of the times they played, Jarrett Allen was in the lineup. He didn't have any fouls against the Knicks. If he can stay out of foul trouble, he gets a lot of rebounds. So I think he stays out of foul trouble. I'm going to take Jared Allen over eight and a half rebounds tonight. Moving on to Nuggets at Pelicans. The Nuggets are a one-point favorite. Over-unders at 230.5. Jokic and Highland, Marshall, Ingram, all game-time decisions. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is out of the lineup. If Jokic is in, I want to take the over 224.5 as an alt over-under. Other than that, there's not much I like in this game. The Pelicans are 9-9. Without Zion this year, and they're just—they look very similar to the Indiana Pacers. Um, without their star, they're—they're they're just kind of falling out of the spots that they were in, and slowly, right now, towards the play-in, and possibly maybe out of the playoff picture. 
Then we get the Wizards, it's Mavs. Mavs are seven and a half point favorite over under on this game's 225 and a half. Porzingis is out. When Porzingis is out, Kuzma averages 26, five and four in those five games. So I'll take Kuzma, alt points, rebounds, assist over 33 and a half. Hopefully that covers me. Dinwiddie is on fire as of late. Um, he's also at the six games without Christian Wood. He's averaging 24. His over-under set at 17 and a half points. He's been over that five of the last five. Give me Dinwiddie over 17 and a half. Then the Hornets at the Suns. Suns are a six-point favorite. Chris Paul returned the other day. I like the under on this one, the under 227. Uh, Phoenix has been able to slow down Memphis and Indiana the last two games they've played, so I think we can keep this under 227. Phoenix is 9-15 and 15 towards the under at home, so that backs that up. Mason Plumlee, I, probably a trade target here in the coming weeks, but he's he's been really good. Um, points, rebounds. Six of his last six, he's been over 23 and a half points and rebounds. I'll take him over that. It's an alt. I think the line's at 25 and a half, but I'll take over alt 23 and a half points rebounds. And then Miles Bridges is the only consistent thing in the Phoenix lineup right now and all year. Um, he's set at 19 and a half points. He's been at that five of his last five games. So I will take Miles Bridges over 19 and a half points. Then the last game of the night, it's the Battle of LA, the Clippers at the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers have been giving up a lot of points, whether at home or away. I'll take the over alt 224.5. They've been over that uh, total point number nine games in a row now. John Wall is out. Hachimura is not playing yet, so he's out. Uh, James is a game time decision. I assume he'll play. Um, also playing it into that over, the Lakers are 15 and 10 towards the over. Or, I'm sorry, the Clippers are 15 and 10 towards the over on the road. So I'm sticking with my over alt 224 and a half. Then Kawhi Leonard, he's on fire. I'll take him over his 26 and a half points. He's been over that six of his last seven. And then Dennis, uh, Dennis Schroeder, uh, over 13 and a half points. He's been over that the last two. It looks like he's kind of bounced back to form, and he's just been looking really good the last two games, and I think that continues into this game with the Clippers. So again, we thank you for listening to Menace Podman. Uh, we thank iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Riverside FM, everybody that helps us get our podcasts out there. Feel free to leave a review, a message, or support our podcast if you like what you hear, or you can follow us at Menace Podman on Twitter. Thanks again. Talk tomorrow. Miss Parliament.